Welcome to the VoiceOver Roundtable. I'm Mike Tobin. And I'm Emma O'Neill. Every week, we get together to talk about all things VoiceOver with a special focus on community. Bringing you in-depth interviews, roundtable discussions, special performance events, and industry-leading guests. Let's get started. This is the VoiceOver Roundtable. And just like that, it's 7.30. Oh, how to not uh, end the music abruptly. (laughs) We had a budget for a DJ tonight. Look at that. (laughs) Can you still hear me? Yes. Yes. And here we are. Look at that. Are we here? We are here. I mean, it, it, you know what? It feels so strange, but it feels so good. Um, I'm going to jump right in. Um, want to say good evening and and welcome to everyone the room is filling up and filling up really quickly it's so awesome to see uh so many of those avatar faces and and names and faces that we recognize and maybe new ones um tonight is about a lot of things um the voiceover roundtable was started by voice actor and vo north co-founder dervla trainer and through much of the early part of the pandemic we gathered every sunday night bringing on a lot of great guests and having some really good discussions and most importantly, giving you the voiceover community, a place at the table where you could learn and share and celebrate, uh, gripe a bit and grow a lot. So we're really happy to be back. And tonight also serves as a reunion of sorts for so many of you who were I want to say that I'm going to use the word really electrified by being together in person back in September at VO North in Toronto. Um, And if you weren't at VO North, don't worry about it. Um, There's going to be plenty of discussion tonight that'll help you make decisions about whether to attend a conference, what to expect, do's and don'ts, and like so much more. Um, I'm going to dive into an introduction because I I want to hear her voice on the clubhouse. Um, My new multi-award winning voice actor, uber-talented human being specializing in PSA, commercial TV narration, and corporate explainer. She's a multi-business entrepreneur. She does so many things and does all of it really well. <laughs> and uh, she's an awesome personality, and I'm, I'm very happy to call her a good friend. Uh, please welcome my co-host of the VoiceOver Roundtable, Emma O'Neill. Wow, that's an introduction. Should I put on my voice actor voice? No. <laughs> Emma, Emma. Oh, hey, what up? What you saying? It's. I'm really excited to be here. It's just. It's been a. Um, Mike and I had a conversation about this just after VO North because people had been talking to us just randomly about restarting the room, and it was like we both contacted each other at the same time, which was quite funny, yes. and. It's just, it's really, really taken off really quickly. We've got some amazing guests lined up for you tonight, obviously, with Tanya and Mike. Really excited to start delving into um, the topic of this evening and to get you guys up on stage um, when the time is right. But also then for the, the next six weeks, we've got all sorts of people that are volunteering their time and expertise to share with you guys. And I'm really, really excited to share that with you. But not just yet. And I think one of one of the cool things um, in communicating with with you, Emma, and, and you've really uh, taken the lead on this right now, at least uh, when it comes to wrangling some cool guests, is we're we're going to be doing some stuff that 
we didn't necessarily do as much in the past and i don't want to show any cards too much yet but i think i think everybody's going to be really uh, excited and it's going to be mm-hmm. um it's going to be a lot of fun um and and i think do, you know we're going to be doing this every tuesday night 7 30 p.m um sunday was cool it was chill but you know depending on the time of year and what was going on sometimes it was really hard for people so um i'm really looking forward to what we have in the coming weeks and months ahead and we are going to do our absolute best to bring you a fun club and to bring you a club that gives you value and gives you a voice and uh that's what the voiceover roundtable is all about Uh, another introduction to take care of um he is a a loyal loyal uh contributor supporter of the voiceover roundtable and all-around great guy that's in his bio so we got to say that um promo and imaging voice heard all over tv like i you know when my wife's watching tv it's hard that i I, this guy is in my house constantly (laughs) um commercial narration corporate vo uh, he's a podcaster he's a writer uh and most famously i think my voiceover husband um, if, exactly. if yes. emma o'neill's husband. <laughs> oh, wow. we'll explain that one at a later point <laughs> um but if ever if you ever went to the movies over the last i don't know how many years uh and were were told by the the in-house uh, entertainment system before your movie to uh not turn to turn your cell phone off and we became friends with uh, somebody named tommy texter well the voice involved in that was none other than our good friend Mike Pongratz. Welcome, Mike. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Michael. That was <laughs> that was lovely. Yeah, it's a walk down memory lane tonight. It took me a while to remember how this app worked because I don't think I've been on Clubhouse since we did our last voiceover roundtable. And yeah. I saw that I celebrated my uh, anniversary. And <laughs> there's like a note in there saying, "Congratulations, you've celebrated your anniversary on Clubhouse." And that was from like 2021, I think. So um, it's been a while. Just, just been a little bit of a time, but I'm excited. This is great. My, my voiceover wife is here, and and Mikey's here, and the uh, the fourth member of the panel is here, who is who deserves an exceptional introduction as well. Not only for for what she does on a daily basis, but also for what she was part of building for not only us Canuck VOs, but also for the VO community in in general with VO North. So. Uh, I will let you do the big intro, Mikey. Oh, well, we're almost there because that's, um, you know, we're very, very fortunate to have uh, her with us tonight. Um, Credentials would go by, uh, I would say, owner and senior agent of uh, Toronto-based voice talent agency, my agent, Tada Voiceworks, uh, and also the co-founder of the VoiceOver Conference of the North, as it's called, VO North. Uh, please welcome everybody, Tanya Buchanan. Hi, guys. So nice to see everybody's little pictures down here. A lot of friendly faces from VO North. Little reunion here. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for making time to to join us, Tanya. We're thrilled that you're here. Thank you so much, and especially for the first one back. It was just it felt really appropriate to reach out and ask you to be a part of that. You and Dervin just. It was just so happened that you were available. So thank you very much for joining us. And and to <laughs> I've got a glass to... of wine here, so <laughs> I'm I'm all ready. <laughs> That's appropriate. I see you got dressed up. <laughs> I did. 
I wore my best T-shirt. Um, I know that you'll you'll be able to to say a few words. Unfortunately, Dervila was not able to be with us tonight due due to a scheduling conflict. She wanted to be here, but I'm sure that Tanya will be able to say a few words on on Derv's behalf. They're partners after all. Um, but you know, Tanya, the the thing that that came to mind, and I kind of mentioned that in in the intro, is boy, there was a buzz going for weeks after the conference. Just people were were so um, electrified was was the word that I used in the intro, and there was just such this this huge momentum. Um, I saw it in uh, the Facebook groups. Obviously, I saw it in you know people inviting me out to coffee to with them that I'd never interacted with before uh, before the conference. Um, people creating accountability groups, which is something we'll we'll talk about more. I, I'm sure. Um, did did you did you notice that buzz? Did you feel that electricity that that followed uh, after the conference? Oh, absolutely! And it was not something that was a given. It certainly was questionable. We hoped, you know, but with everything with the pandemic, we weren't sure, you know, if people would want to gather and if they did, if if it would work. There were a lot of hesitations. We went back and forth on that. So to see how how it came together. And something that we couldn't have planned for. And like you say, the, the magic that happened and, and the sparks that happened and the joy of people seeing each other after so long, only seeing each other on Zoom and everything else. I mean, we certainly couldn't have planned it. Um, so it was really, really nice to see. And, and you're right, Mike, it totally took over afterwards with a lot of things continuing on. So happy you guys are bringing back this round table and, and uh, that's sort of just one of the things um, that sort of was an offshoot from that. But certainly, um, and, and as we say, people are still talking about it, which, uh, you know, we're happy, to, we're happy it happened that way. Definitely a good thing. We we have a lot of questions. Uh, obviously, we w- we want to chat about Vo North and and your experience and stuff like that. And we'll be bringing some of um, some of the the people up on stage to maybe share their experiences of the conference. I'm going to let uh, my co-host Emma dive into the questions and and throw the first one at you. One moment, please. Let me pull up my list. <laughs> my handy dandy list. I'm just going to start from top to, to top to bottom here, but I'll just go one at a time. Um, this is something that I was really curious about. And it's kind of a two-part question. What was the most memorable moment of VO North 2022? But also thrown in there, what was the most memorable moment of the entire conference over the last five years? Oh, start with the toughie, huh? Woohoo! <laughs> There's so many great memorable moments. But um, I would say everybody's going to have a different memorable moment. And I think it, that question can be quite personal in what for me what meant the most is actually the the closing ceremonies to see um friends and colleagues um support us in the way that they did and and really come together and it was it you know for those that were there it takes a lot to make me cry (laughs) but uh it was bittersweet but mostly sweet just to see that you know, everything that Dervla and I have worked for over many, many years um, has made a difference. And, um, you know, that's mm-hmm. all we could have hoped for. That's all we wished for. Um, it was never a money-making um, venture. And so it really was a, um, 
you know, a passion project for me. So that was the most memorable for me was closing ceremonies. Um, I enjoyed having an, an offsite event this year, which I thought was really great to just get out of the hotel and do something um, a little bit different. It was so fun. Um, and I think the most memorable overall for a different reason, I think, is the way that we were able to pivot and I hate that word, but I'm going to use it anyway. The way we're, we were able to, <laughs> Pandemic to lingo. pivot and do an online version that actually worked. And as best we could with not a lot of time, not a lot of resources. I'm super proud of that. And I think for me, it was the most memorable um, like the whole event was probably super memorable because I, as if those that know me, have zero tech abilities whatsoever. So, so to leave a conference in the hands of technology was very scary. Um, so the end of that and having that, you know, I think overall for all the years, I think that was that was pretty amazing that that all sort of came together. And the online version, I, have I had attended a couple of conferences online during the pandemic. And not because you're here, just because it's the truth. It was the best online conference so that good. I attended. Yeah. It was so good. So it was so good. well organized. All of the different rooms, even the party night of throwing people into different rooms and rotating and doing all this stuff. It was, you never felt bored. Like it was just always, you were kept on your toes. It was really engaging. It was very entertaining. Um, and so worth the value for money. It was, it was literally probably the best one that I attended. And I think I attended three. Well, it was, and, and our goal with that really was to try and make it as personal as we could without being in person. Yeah. So we really, really tried doing things like the, the and we, we'd been to a lot of, not just voiceover online conferences, but what was working at other ones, what wasn't working at other ones. And I'll tell you, and you can take this in, in your personal life and take it out of VO. I honestly do believe that when you do something that you love and you do something with passion, those are the results that you get. Mm -hmm. You know, it was other than like, that's why we did it that year. That's why we did it continuously. Um, and I think it came across that way because it was coming from a real place. Yep. Yep. I agree. Because we, of course, we could have cut corners. We could have, you know, done it on the cheap side, made a little money. We could have, you know, done a whole bunch of things. But I just wasn't interested in that. I wanted to make it memorable and make it the best that it could possibly be. So, um, well, yeah. you accomplished that very much. Mm hmm. Yeah, the online edition was a great pivot to use your word, Tanya, and, and it, it worked so well. And I think that it was kind of primed us for coming back together in person. Um, people we were seeing either that we met at the conference online or in different groups on Facebook and stuff like that during pandemic when we're locked down and cooped up in our you know, little video state. Um, when we finally got to see each other in person, wow, it was so cool. Um, I, wanna, I wanna go back further because I'm so curious to know, and I'm sure a lot of people in this in this room are because you because you said it's you know voice doing a voiceover conference is not necessarily a money maker and it's what you, what you might call a labor of love or a passion project take us back to the beginning what was that spark that made you say i'm going to do something well it's fun it's actually the story behind that is is really it's all dervla um dervla had the idea she um 
was working on doing something for the community and she had seen particularly in Toronto that there were one or two two meetup groups where people would come and you know have beers with each other and just get out of their booths and she thought you know why can't we do this on a bigger scale you know it's really important for us to share knowledge and get together and it was happening on such a small scale she wanted to make it bigger and um, Dervla was and is one of my talent and so I got um, wind of it and I thought oh no I you know if somebody I was glad to see somebody like her was doing it but I also had reservations because one of the big things that I was seeing across North America and beyond were a lot of conferences or workshops etc um, being put on by less than how, what, what's the best way to say it? <laughs> say it. Go you on. You're, we're in a safe space here. <laughs> yeah, just people I, I I wouldn't want to take advice from, and it had bothered me for years and years. And I thought, how can I get around? Like, how can I combat that? Well, I'm not going to go, you know, bashing every conference and every person. And a, I don't have the time, and it's just not my style. So I said, you know, what's another way to do that? Well. It was just at the right timing that Dervla had this idea, and I said, "You know, can I can I help you with this? Just because, being an agent, I have you know a lot of contacts that people want to hear from, and I thought if you get the right people in front of people, I think this can really go somewhere. But if you get the wrong people, you know this this might be a disaster." Um, so it was just sort of timing that came together and I didn't, I had reservations. So I did not come on board officially in that first year, which was 2018, 18, yeah. Um, but I helped her um, get all the, the speakers for it and it seemed to work really well. So at that point it was only a one day event and it was just for locals pretty much. We had some people coming from outside of Toronto, but not much, but it was enough to see, you know, can this work? And Dervla did such an amazing job. She's she's got a um, an event background, and she yeah. did such an amazing job of putting it together. That that's when I was on board full force after that. Yeah, she's she's she is a force herself. So she and that did an first, incredible job. That first one was at that little place, that Creative Collective down mm -hmm. on Carla, I think mm -hmm. it was. Which uh, that was my first foray into Vo North. Uh, was going moderating panels on that one, and yeah, it it really to to what to what Tanya was saying at that time. There seemed to be this explosion of I don't want to say conferences or there there were there were more uh, more people trying to recreate things like FAFCON. Uh, I don't know if if anybody out there remembers FAFCON, which was one of, uh, I mean, one of the original sort of Fantastic collectives event, where, yeah. where talent basically ran the conference. It wasn't the standard. You have uh, expert speakers and then you just sit there and take in what they give you and so forth. You sort of designed the conference as you went along. And I think out of that, there were a lot of talent that took that to heart and, and tried to sort of recreate that. And I thought it was very cool because what Tanya was saying, the, the meetups we used to have in Toronto, uh, I know 
one that uh, I think Rob Leo Hill had set up. And of course, the one that I'm most familiar with was when when Pat uh, did the old, was it the, the oh, yeah. Firkin and the Frog? It was the Frog and Firkin way up frog north. Frog and Firkin, that's right. And those were awesome because you did get this collection of Toronto-based voice actors just hanging out, having some drinks. They would have one or two speakers that would sort of do a little little spiel, and, and then you just mingled. And I thought, you know, when Dervla brought that up to the next level, I thought, what a brilliant idea. And now to see where it wound up, I mean, the lineup that you guys put together, I mean, to have an Eric Bowser, to have a David Kay, that's pretty cool. And mm -hmm. Eric was thrilled uh, about just everything. And, you know, it, I thought it was very cool to see how it went. Sad that this was the last one, but you know, I'm sure something else uh, will will be born of this because it's too. I think it's too important and and to to sort of let it just go away. But I know how much work goes mm -hmm. into it, and the fact that you know you guys pulled that off. Uh, I mean, too many hats off to you for doing that. I think you nailed something though, Mike, and I think it was one of the most important things, at least from my perspective, is not to have people there just um, lecturing and just, you know, spewing their information. And we tried to make sure, and that's why we always usually try and do panels of different um, people on the panel, because there isn't just one right answer to anything or one perspective to anything in what we do. So much is subjective that I find having more of a discussion format was you know, and having that from the beginning and continuing on that was much more valuable to a lot of people from talking around to people than um, just listening to people present. Um, mm -hmm. So we, we did keep that going and, and made sure that all of our speakers were comfortable in that format. And I think it worked really nice. I think we're going to take a, a cue from that spirit, Tanya, yeah. and, um, you know, in the spirit of Clubhouse and the voiceover roundtable, I know there's a lot of people here. I see that the chat is very active. It's great to see all these faces. Um, and we, of course, we want to hear from you. We'll give some more, we'll have some more questions for, for Tanya in the meantime, but uh, hand raising is uh, activated. So if you have a question uh, for Tanya or for any of us or want to share an experience about VR North, if you were there, uh, by all means, please raise your hand. We'll bring you up on stage. We'll have a little discussion about it um, because that's what this is all about. Um, to, to segue into- Sorry, I was yeah. just going to say, Mike, and I'm reminded why why I kept coming back because I was the policeman of this. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. was I not the the, curmu mm -hmm. the curmudgeon Absolutely. of the, uh, the clubhouse? <laughs> Pants pulled up in the front yard with your fist shaking. The bouncer shaking the, the fist. The bouncer, maybe. <laughs> I still remember that one guy that we had that one time. That just it was, yeah. So we we love to have guests. We love to have people ask questions. Uh, but please uh, try to keep it relevant to the topic as best as possible. So I don't yeah. have to go all old man on the lawn. Oh my goodness. Because yeah. he totally will. He totally will. But with, if I may segue one of the questions to yeah. Tanya um, with the topic that was just covered, I want to know who shocked you the most, who accepted, what, who, which speaker that you sent an invitation to or said, hey, would you like to do this? That you were like, oh, wow, totally did not expect you to say yes. Every year there's always one. And we always, when, 
when I'm trying to come up with a list of, of people, you know, the first year was a lot easier. And even the second year, because I just went with people who I knew I had some connection with and every year it got harder and harder because, you know, yeah, I know a lot of people, but <laughs> it goes beyond that. And now I'm having to go not just with my circle, but the second circle and the third circle. So for sure, it has to be Eric Bauza. I was shocked. Mm -hmm. I thought there's, and you know what? It was, it was not easy. Um, <laughs> and I think it, ha and again, it was one of those, you know, him and I know him and we kind of had that. Um, I used to work with David Kay back in radio and so we're friends and David Kay and Eric Bowser are friends. So it just kind of circled there, but we had, I didn't actually even know that David Kay and Eric were friends until afterwards, but um, it, it sort of just turned out, I, I went through every way that we could. Dervla was going through Facebook friends. We were like, we need to get Eric Bowser. We need to get Eric Bowser. We just felt this connection, especially because he's Canadian and mm -hmm. all the, everything he's done. Uh, and we thought it, it really came down to we were going to move on to somebody else. Uh, and then at the we actually the whole time went through his managers. And so even right up till start time, I had never neither of us had talked to Eric at all. <laughs> We'd only gone through managers. So we were like, is he actually like going to show up? <laughs> I sure like we bought a plane ticket. I hope he shows up. Um, so yeah, that was that was for sure a bit because he doesn't he's not on the circuit. He doesn't mm -hmm. do other conferences really like this is very unusual for him. And which again was what I tried to do is not have the people who are speaking all the time at every conference have people that you might not know their name but they're very active you know in in the business so yeah that was for sure i was super super excited about that one which was also one of the highlights of the conference was eric <laughs> showing up late to the oh, panel yeah. and uh i think uh, kudos to garnet williams who was the moderator for that panel the animation panel and they had set up this thing and I, I think it was David that had mentioned it. When Eric gets here, just everybody boo. <laughs> and so I was out in the in the lounge area and Eric comes, you know, coming in and like, oh, there's Eric. He's going in. As soon as he walked in the door, I forget who I was talking to. And I said, watch, they're going to boo him. And as soon as the door opens, all I hear is boo, you know. And for Which those was, who weren't there and didn't hear the story, it was an hour-long panel, and he was 45 minutes late. <laughs> so yeah, when yeah. you talk about somebody running a conference, and I think that was one of your future questions, guys, it's like one of the, the, the hardest moments was me chasing yes. Eric Bowza down this year. <laughs> it was quite the... And he's an extremely... Like, he's an amazing guy, but just has no sense of time whatsoever. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of chasing Eric this year. <laughs> Which was amazing because the short amount of time that he was on stage was beyond impressive, and and how how he sort of he he fell into the, to the routine and 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 sort of showed some of his techniques. It was it was amazing how much quality you got in that short span of time. Had we had him for the full you know forty five minutes or uh, for an hour. Uh, mind-blowing but it was <laughs> it was still very cool just to see because my my experience with eric we used to have a podcast years ago uh garnet uh, another voice actor dave mccray and i and we had interviewed eric on our podcast this was before he blew up into the bugs bunny i think it was just post marvin martian and such a gracious guy and so kind and he was so excited about a canadian based anything 
that that took an interest in his career and the things he said about the conference and about the Canadian voice actors, you, you would think that, you know, he had no idea that, you know, we had this much love for him and, and this much love for the business up here because he, you know, he found his fame and fortune uh, down in L.A. Very true. Very true. But he, but he was such he was just such a lovely guy to be around. You know, besides him being super tardy, but he was still really lovely. <laughs> and also doing <laughs> that, that, and with that whole thing, lap, I wanted doing to the victory lap to say goodbye to everybody before yeah. he left. Yeah, like yeah. he was impeccable walking around to make sure everybody got sort of like a hey, thanks, bye, gotta go. And, you know. Very generous, very generous with him himself. And that's that's another thing too. When when um, choosing speakers. I would also take a look at, um, and quite frankly, we don't pay our speakers. So a lot of, I, it's really important. The reason we don't pay our speakers is because it was important to me to have people who are passionate about the business, who are there to give back to the community. So of course, you know, we pay their, some of their expenses and things like that, but we don't pay our speakers. And that's why, as I really wanted people like an Eric Bauza, like a David Kay, who are just really in it for the right reasons and not there to sell their thing to make money, et cetera, et cetera. And having some, you know, I, as I say, cause I just saw Callie, uh, Calliope in the, um, Oh, she's gone now, no, but one of the casting here. directors here. Oh, is yep. she, um, those are the type of people that I wanted to surround not only myself with, but have everybody else see that there's some really, really cool people in this business. And I wanted to make sure that they were a part of it. And I think the, the thing about being in person and one of the things that you discover as an attendee is that a, a lot of the magic happens, you know, sure, there's great stuff during the panels and, and the, you know, when you go up to read for a casting director or things like that. But a lot of the magic happens, you know, when you're leaning against that wall or sitting on the edge of the sofa in the hallway or bumping into somebody down at the, in the in the hotel bar or whatever. There's so much magic that happens, so many connections that are made, so many, you know, things that that kind of materialize that happen very organically as a result of the whole, you know, the big machine uh, of a conference. But it makes it really, really magical, I think. Um we're coming up on, uh, we've actually, we just come up on uh, the halfway point or our, in theory, our halfway point. Um, we typically like to keep the, uh, the night at about an hour. So uh, if you just joined us or joined us kind of midway through conversation, uh, this is a voiceover roundtable. My name is Mike Tobin, my co-host Emma O'Neill and uh, Mike Prongratz is hanging out tonight. And our special guest is Tanya Buchanan the co-founder of VO North, the voiceover conference of the North that took place in September. Uh, we're chatting about all things VO North and about conferences in general and stuff. And this room will happen every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. So I hope you'll make it part of your Tuesday evening routine. Um, I asked for hands before. Nobody is raising a hand. Nobody wants to. Oh, ooh, ooh, oh, we have oh, one. oh, yes. We'll take this one right away because I'm <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Jody. Oh, Jody, Jody, Jody. 
Oh, is it not working? There There's Jody. Okay, no. There Yay. it is. Hello. Welcome, Hello. Jody. Great to have you back. <laughs> it's good to be here. I miss tonight? you guys. I miss seeing not anymore. Faces. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, faces. Yes. Yes, yes. faces. I keep but I actually. At the phone. Yeah, but I, I wanted to mention that part of the reason why I love these conferences so much is exactly what you were talking about in that I love those conversations that happen in the hallways. Like that is the reason I go to these things because you never know who you're going to get to spend quality time with. Like, uh, you know, Mike Pongratz, like, Mike, yeah. I haven't seen you in person in like so long. And it was just great to like, you know, lean against a wall in a hallway and, and chat, you know, like that yeah. was just so much fun, you know? And that's, um, that, yeah. that really is, like you were saying, it's, especially for, for voice talent that have done the conference thing before. And this isn't to sound like, ah, oh, you've been to one, you've been to them all. Uh, but after you've done a conference and you sort of get a lay of the land, year two you kind of realize that yeah it's the connections that you've made before uh, it's the time in between sessions it's those quiet moments you and i sat there there's nobody else around everybody else is in some session and we're just sitting on the couch catching up and it, it had been so long and those are the ones that those are the moments that make you want to come back to those conferences and 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 sort of make those non-Facebook friend or non-social media friend connections because everybody's mm -hmm. got you know a thousand Facebook VO friends but if you really <laughs> yeah. dig deep there are maybe a handful of people that you've actually spent time you know beyond sort of texting or or, or messaging where you yeah. actually get a real feel for that person so yeah I it was so great. And Jody and I go back to the days of the Frog and Perkin too. So, well, yeah, yeah I was, was helping was Pat cool. organize that stuff. So, like, it really, that all started because Pat and I had a coffee together. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we were doing that for quite some time. And uh, yeah, I, I miss him a lot. Um, so, yeah, that was great for a really long time. Love doing that. And for, for, um, new, but, for, for new voice mm -hmm. actors, just to sort of follow up on, the, on that one-on-one, -on -one, that's actually a really great opportunity. If you are a new voice actor and there's somebody that maybe you look up to, maybe you've seen their work, maybe you, you want to, mm -hmm. you want to reach out, but it's, and it's not, it's more personal than just, you know, like in LinkedIn, if you just send a LinkedIn request to some random person that you want to work with, um, it's different than actually old school picking up a phone and talking to somebody or actually sitting and really getting a feel for who you are and introducing yourself. That's, that's a great thing for conferences. If you're new to conferences, if you're planning on going to conferences, those moments, because you never know how those things can turn out. Uh, years ago, I... Cliff Zellman, for those who probably know, uh, the king of, of, of auto spots, uh, same idea. I had heard a lot about Cliff and his automotive work. He, he did a lot of spots, but I think it's Radio Vision. Uh, I think he's still there. And he was a highly respected uh, producer and had a great ear and, and an expert in his field. And just getting a chance to work with somebody, you know, after hours sitting at a table reading automotive spots and then riding up an elevator with cliff after the uh, the first time i met him and he's like that was really impressive you know let's let me get your contact info and we ended up working together and we ended up becoming friends so 
Uh, those are moments, if you're new to conferences, absolutely take advantage of those. Everybody's personable. Everybody wants to sort of mingle. So don't yep. be afraid to go up and, and, and talk to somebody. <laughs> You want to well, know I, how Pat and I first got together over a message board in 2008. <laughs> we that? we were in the same city and we met each other at Julie Williams uh, voiceover. Um, she had a message board in 2008. So wow. that's, we decided we would get a coffee and we met on there. <laughs> now, Jody, hang, hang tight because there's a question I have that really relates to what you and Mike were talking about. But um, Teresa is up on stage and I had the pleasure of meeting Teresa at VO North. What's Hi, going Teresa. on? Hi, everyone. Hey, Teresa. <laughs> so nice to hear your voices again. You too. Um, yeah. So, you know, Mike touched, Mike, Mike, uh, touched upon, um, you know, relative newcomers, that it's of great value to attend such conferences. And it really was like, it was my first in-person conference. And I met a whole bunch of people, including you guys, and, you know, obviously some friends that I already had, but it was, it was just such a great experience, um, you know, learning, meeting, networking, and challenging myself as well you know like going up to read in front of the panel and doing the one-on-ones and the the workshop it was it was all great and thank you tanya it was wonderful <laughs> it's equally as Thanks. wonderful for me too i i get to meet people that um i never see or i have never met and um you know we definitely got a lot out of it as well. And Teresa, thank you, because <laughs> I, I, I didn't know Teresa well at all. We, I think, maybe had um, some email exchanges in the past and um, quickly got to know her through other people as well. When I panicked and uh, we needed somebody to fill in, Teresa was so gracious. And I was like, please, please help. We need somebody. To <laughs> so you never know what can happen. Instant <laughs> yeah, panelist. So well. I, that's it. It's like my first in-person voiceover conference and I was a panelist. So, hey, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Awesome. Thank you, Teresa. The, um, the question that was coming up and I'm thinking about how, like Mike and, and Jody, you were saying the experience, depending on where you are in your voiceover journey, if, if as a newcomer, sure, a conference is a place to just amass information, information, attend panels, listen in, get valuable insight. There's so much, you just have to be a sponge and take so much in. But one of the things that I kind of, you kind of notice in, in Facebook groups and different things like that, the way the attitude that people have towards conferences is that for some people, it seems to get a little bit harder once they get a bit, a bit of experience. And, you know, um, I would, I would even venture to say that some experienced talent get pretty jaded about conferences. And I, I'd like to put it to, to Tanya and to, to the group, um, what, you know, what recommendations do you make to, to someone who maybe has some, some years behind them and what, how do they come to a conference and, and find value? That's a great question because um, for those that don't know, I actually um, started as a voice talent myself. And it's one of the things that was lacking. There weren't really any conferences when I was doing voiceover, but there were a lot of workshops, but there was nothing for people who had been in the business for a while. There was, it was all about getting into voiceover. How do you get into voiceover? So I always sort of kept that in the back of my mind and I was like, okay, so not only 
did we try and include some things that are for more experienced people? But I think that there's two things I suggest, and this is from my own experience of going um, to other conferences like VO Atlanta and stuff, is you really have to have um, what you want to get out of it. And when you're more experienced, I think Mike hit on it, it a lot of that is having conversations with people in the hallways. Um, that can actually be more valuable than the content itself. Um, as an agent, I can tell you that I have met people at VO Atlanta, at FAFCON, that if they had emailed me with their demo, I may, you know, may or may not have, you know, may not have been the right timing or et cetera, et cetera. But when I can put a face to the name and we've had a conversation or a coffee in the hallway, I have quite a few people on my roster that I've met at different conferences. So I think, you know, there is value just in that, regardless of where you are in your journey. You can have been in the business for 20 years, but you always want to be meeting and having um, further conversations, even with colleagues that you may know, but might want to get to know a little bit better, especially those that are the ones that are hiring or agents or, you know, those kind of people. Um, so I think that there's a lot to be said with that. And when I was a voice talent, I would always try and pick sort of people that I wanted to have those conversations with. So, you know, you, of course you get some things out of the content, but you're right, a lot of it is for people um, that may not have 20 years in the business, but you've got those panelists that are, you know, in the hallway or they're at the Starbucks getting a coffee. So I would certainly like have a list of who do I want to just magically bump into in the hallways. <laughs> and I think that is the value that you really need to see as somebody who might have been um, to lots of conferences and seen lots of um, different content that they've already experienced is, is really taking the experience to the next level by using it as a networking opportunity. Mm. I think and one of the I things say, that, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one, one of the things that, that I've noticed and I, I tried to make a point of it too, is as more experienced talent, you know, people like Mike, people like Jody also go in, not thinking, what can I get out of this, but also what can I give, you know, as, as parts of the community that have been doing it for a while, we were that, you know, shy person in the corner trying to get started. And, you know, I felt very fortunate the first conference that I went to having someone who kind of just took me under their wing and said, come on over, I want you to meet Tanya. And, you know, the rest was history and come on over, I want you to meet so-and-so. And so that that's some more magic that, that, that I think that as more experienced talent, we can help make happen. Absolutely. I mean, Jody Krangel was the person that did, did that for me and Eric Romanowski, who I believe is in the audience. They both at my first voice conference in person were kind of like my touchstones. I was like, ah, I know you. <laughs> Help. <laughs> so it was to have people that you um, connect with that take you under their wing that are willing to... Um, you know, just hold your hand and introduce you to a person and just make sure that you're okay. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's massively, it makes such a huge difference. And it's so. so unique 
it, like it's something that you don't see in every industry and the fact that voiceover you know has such a great camaraderie and that people are willing to share mm -hmm, and give information mm -hmm. and give back is like everybody Oof. i've talked to from the you know the on camera world and other other you know they, they just can't believe that we have such a supportive community it, it's pretty special it really is and from to to further to what Tanya was saying about you know voice actors that have, have a few years on them, let's say, um, for me, like Mike was saying, yeah, there's a bit of cynicism because now conferences are are being I don't want to say run, but many of the keynotes are people who who were around you know after I started, so the value that I get there is some value from from what i'm hearing i mean you can always you can always learn from your fellow talents but for me it, it it's really cool when you do have new talent talent that aren't exactly they haven't swam long enough to sort of realize there's some sharks along the way they got to navigate and um <laughs> for me that was what was really cool at, at bo north was getting a chance to talk to some talent who may be so overwhelmed at times and being able to say, you know what? It's cool. I was there. That's normal. And, you know, take a step back and here's, you know, you don't have to, don't overthink it. You don't have to sweat it. And just being able to reassure talent, like, Hey, you've got the goods, you're booking, you have booked, you've got something to offer. Just let the process happen and you'll be fine you know like it's it's almost it sounds weird but it's it's very you know parental uh, <laughs> in certain aspects for mm -hmm. for talent that have been around yeah. oh and, dad but <laughs> but it's it's real but that makes me i guess that's kind of like you know elderly people in society i still feel like there's a value that i have yeah. uh, outside of just vo and that was probably the highlight for me was being able to talk to some talent who see social media and see all these voice talent who seem to be booking millions of dollars of jobs, uh, you know, monthly, and sitting there going, "I, I'm, I'm drowning. Like I just mm. lost this client. I, I, I'm not making, you know, nearly as much as everybody else." And I'm like, "Hey, here's here's the thing. Of the you know 200 people here, maybe 80 percent are probably." you know, doing you know, the same numbers that you are, there's maybe a fraction that are doing really, really well. You can't, you can't trust social media and, you know, everybody's perfect foot forward. And just being able to like go, oh yeah, okay, then I guess I'm doing all right. Yeah, you're doing fine. Have fun, I, enjoy, enjoy this. Can I just mention one thing? As, a, as someone who attends these has now been to a few of them, it takes the pressure off. Like, I have to say that, you know, I'm not pressured because I'm not worried that I'm going to miss a particular panel. I don't need to be at every single panel. I can go to the ones that I really am interested in. It takes a lot of the pressure off to actually just enjoy the surroundings, to be there because you want to be there and you want to talk to people and you want to experience what's going on. And yeah, you can attend panels, but you know, I, I enjoy talking in the hallway just as much as I enjoy attending the panels. And I'm very picky about the panels that I go to. 
Are you picky about your hallways? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who's in them. Yes. <laughs> right. Speaking about people in the hallway, well, actually on yes. the edge of the stage, I'm going to uh, to say hi to Bridget. What's up, Bridget? Welcome to the VoiceOver Roundtable. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's so nice to hear all of you back again. This is the first this is the first clubhouse that I've been back to since you guys left too. So thanks. Um, already lots of valuable information. And the question that I have is I've, I've never been to a voiceover conference and I definitely want to go to one this year. Um, and this is a very sort of scheduling technical question, but I've noticed that a lot of these conferences you can either go for the full weekend or you can go for the former, the latter, like the, the, the beginning or the last couple of days. Do you have any recommendations for what portion if, or if I should go to the whole thing, if I can afford it? Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? It, uh, my recommendation would be to do the whole thing. Yep. Okay. Whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. The whole thing, because it's different days have different offerings, but it's, um, especially the beginning and the ends of the conferences, yeah. you this is where you make the, the most connection, especially at the beginning. Like if it starts on Thursday, I arrive on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday because you have the opportunity to really connect on a much more personal level with people because it's less crazy. Right. Okay, that makes total sense. And, Thank you. And sometimes there, there are offerings that are we'll say more exclusive um or you know maybe they're they're an add-on to the conference that you have to pay a little bit more mm -hmm. um you know for example at vo north the friday was the intensives and so to have the chance for you know less than what you would pay to have a one-on-one -on -one session with one of these coaches but to be in a room with you know maybe 10 or 12 fellow talent and to to have access to these high-level coaches um, for that kind of experience, that's worth it too. So, you know, yes, conferences can get expensive, but seek out those very tailored experiences that speak to you. You know, there might be something in your niche and things like that. And um, Mike, can I just touch on that? Because we yeah. got a lot of questions about expense and why are tickets so expensive and those kind of things. And you, you touched on it, but you have to put it in perspective that, you know, it would cost you, I, I don't know what, 150 to $200 an hour to, to have a private coaching session with somebody. You're getting US. all the, US. yeah, you're getting all <laughs> these people for, you know, ours was, you know, close to 400, some of them are five or more. I mean, it's still a huge bargain for, and it's also an investment in your in your business. I was just going to say that my business coach forward. always says that he's like, there are no expenses in business. Everything is an investment. He's like, you yeah. have to flip your mindset. He's like, I'm not talking about just spending money willy nilly. Just go, it's an investment. I bought a whole bunch of TikToks. Like what? Like <laughs> buying random crap. But it's just about seeing it as an investment in mm -hmm. what it is that you're doing. People it's need to get investment. over the whole, oh my God, it's so much money. It's so yeah. worth mm. it though. You get so it much is. from it. So much. Yeah. Yep. 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 Bridget, did that answer your question? It certainly did. Thank you very much, everybody. Wonderful. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Hope to see you again on the, on the round table. You will. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Gio, G sounds good in the house. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. I just have to say that um, for those that have been to VO North, we've been spoiled. And truthfully, I don't know if another conference would compare because of, again, so much time and effort and energy that Tanya and Dervla have put into it to make it 
appealing for those that have been in the industry, like you guys said, for a while or the newcomers. And I mean, some conferences are huge. Like you feel like I, truthfully, I haven't been to, I, I would say the biggest and quotation marks would be like a Wovo. And even then it felt somewhat intimate, but if you don't know anybody, it can be a bit intimidating. And it is that magic of interacting with people in the hallways and whatnot. So I just want to give a huge thank you to Tanya and Derla for creating an environment where it was just right in the sense that, you know, you could make these connections and, and continue them um, and still feel buzzing. Like I'm buzzing. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, and sad at the same time. I'm like, has there been talks about yeah. who would take this over and it better, and it has to be Canadian because even that aspect, having the Canadian aspect to it, and then also accommodating the US. I noticed you, you did that this time around. Um, and I'd have to agree, uh, Tanya, that that on the, um, oh my gosh, the online conference, phenomenal, phenomenal. Like, right? like they really brilliant. go out of their way. Like we got a box and my neighbor is a, um, like an events, whatever the heck you call them in events like she does these online things and i had to show her the box you did and she was like can i see that because she was <laughs> floored with how much effort and even the box itself where you know we had a cup so that way when we had our virtual you know badalgo uh what's it called guys i'm so sorry i'm having like <laughs> brain yeah, I'm just saying. When we Anyways, had sponsored the the drink night, yes, like, that we had like but, the but it the was little like paddles. Thought, thought of in advance and like all these things. It's just like the attention to detail. Like truly, I can see why you're like, damn, I need a break. Mm -hmm. But it is heartbreaking at the same time. <laughs> oh, don't make us sad, Geo. We're trying to be happy here. No, but honestly, <laughs> I get it. It leaves they, a big void. And, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any, like for those that have had the opportunity to be at VO North, it's, it's very rare. And also Jody, um, I remember and thank you too for the VO, uh, at, at the goose and firkin. No, the, not, not the frog and firkin. <laughs> the frog and firkin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's where I first <laughs> met Tanya. And so Yay! I remember that. There we yes. go. And that was an offshoot too, if I don't mind saying, uh, when we did our, comp um, oh my gosh, uh, Deb's uh, VO class thing there. And then, Deb do you remember that? Yes, Deb Monroe. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, and yeah. That was a long on. time ago. My goodness. Yeah. Anyways, a lot of mm. talking. Um, <laughs> And uh, now I will listen. Oh, <laughs> love you all. Love, love you, you Gio. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. And, and you know what, Gio Giovanna was was also a big contributor and a sponsor of uh, Vo North. So uh, definitely a part of the crew, I would say. You know, she, she Tanya, she touched on on a bunch of stuff. You know, talking about the the virtual conference where you and Derv, you know, put so much thought into preparing these packages and and the experience and the event of the flow of everything you know here's a question for you not just about the the online version but it just con the conference in general what's the hardest thing about putting on a voiceover conference 
uh, pleasing everyone, <laughs> which you'll never do. Um, you know, there's, there's always, well, why can't you do this? And why can't you do that? And, you know, there's a, there's a lot as, you know, you guys have touched on, there's a lot that goes into it. And there's a lot of thought that goes into each piece of the puzzle. We spend nine, 10 months, um, preparing for all of this so there is a reason for everything and you know you're always going to have complainers and we get that but it still hurts sometimes and you're like you know we've worked so hard you know well you didn't do this and you didn't do that so you know you kind of have I'm lucky because being an agent I have a bit of a tougher skin when it comes to things like that but it's um you know it's trying to please everybody and trying to um the beginning is always hard trying to get that first speaker to join it's always like the first big one and you get the first big one and then they're like wow like david k this year was the first one i got on board and then when you get david k then you can start going well but david k's coming you need to come and then but getting that very mm. first one and somebody to say yes um, right away hey we're not going to pay you but can you come all the way to toronto and do this and this just from the kindness of your own heart right so that's tough but that starts to flow yeah and and you like you said you get leverage once these people see who they're going to be presenting with and and you know the group that they're going to be part of and the experience that they're, they're going to be part of and it just builds and builds because i mean really to be honest from the first year a lot of it was favors that i called in with people i work with on a daily basis they didn't know anything about vo north and they're like i'm not going to give up my weekend to go talk to people and things like that i'm like come on please just for me and then they're like okay fine right and so once you get that bill then you can go okay well last year we had this person this person this person and they agreed to do it so i think you should too and then every year and that's why you know we keep building every year and every year and able to to get you know well david k was there last year why can't you do it you know that kind of thing yeah that i was just keeping an eye on a chat and to what you were saying tanya that it's so hard to to please everyone uh, i will say a, a good bonjour to all my uh, francophone speakers um, noticing in the comments, some people were kind of uh, remiss that there wasn't any, um, there wasn't as much French content. And to let them know in the uh, online conference, there there was a bit more um, French content that that Tanya and Dervla were able to uh, to present. We tried um, so, so hard this year. It's hard, man. and it's... we could not get any speakers to gr agree to come without getting paid. Mm. And not one of them would we. I probably approached maybe five or six different people, and every. So we originally had a whole session on French, but we just couldn't do it because nobody would agree to come. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And they missed out on all the coffee crisp and all the poutine and all the, which I don't know. I, I, I think some of our, our, our newer American guests this year, uh, I think that alone was probably enough of a draw to have them come back. Were there uh, ketchup chips? I, did we have ketchup chips? So wrong. I don't think we did. There should have been. So Hey, Smarties um, alone. The Smarties alone were a big hit. So. And Franz was downstairs. I oh, mean, that's true. I, that's true. I want to try and grab one one last quick question from uh, our audience members, uh, from Michelle, who's been waiting patiently up on the stage. Welcome, Michelle. Michelle? Hopefully you're still there. Gotta hit the mute button. See a microphone oh, in the mute. lower bottom bottom part of your screen. 
I had to turn my mic on and off for Michelle, it to work. Michelle, are you so, there? Yeah. Is it so Michelle Darensburg? Darensburg? While we're waiting for Michelle, I just see Eric Romanowski in the audience here. And we did get the poutine <laughs> yeah. bar, particularly because I saw a whole bunch of discussion on some of the Facebook pages that mm -hmm. Eric had never had any. And so we got that. And he, I wish we, it, I wish I had a camera to show you, but he sent both Dervla and I the most wonderful thank you present. And I don't have it with me. It said something like, you know, look pretty and eat poutine. Uh, <laughs> so I think I was very excited to have that as a part of the conference this year. Okay, Michelle, you... yay, Michelle. it worked. Yay, I had to leave and come back in. Yeah, it, sometimes that happens. Back. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's not a question. It's more of a thank you from the bottom of my heart because VO North literally has changed my life. And I'm going to get really emotional. So if I cry out, and I met you, Mike, I talked with you for a while too. And um, this for me was life-changing and spoiling apparently from everything I'm hearing because one, it's the last one and I managed to make it. And two, it sounds like you spoiled me for anything going forward. Um, but uh, it, my life has taken such a trajectory since this event and i can't thank you enough um i have i met a mentor at the event i met people that welcomed me with open arms at the event i took i went full throttle full in um after being very isolated for the last two years um, and only doing online things this was my first ever in-person event i'm local in toronto i live here and i found and i see some very familiar faces down in the group i don't know if there's yeah i see some of them um i found a local accountability group i met people now that i can actually see in person which is what for me as a human being i really was missing over the last couple of years and um i just have to say thank you and uh, agreed and at some point i will probably blog about it i know teresa blogged about it and i'm sorry but we did not get to meet in person teresa because i've met you virtually for a while now at other events um yeah it, it's just I'm really sad it's the last one. I do hope, and I'm just going to put it out there, that somebody else picks it up. I know it's a lot of work, but you don't realize how many lives you are touching and connecting yeah. in such profound and impactful ways. Um, so, yeah, just thank you very much. Now I'm Bob. crying. I know, <laughs> right? Like I I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> It, it really has changed everything for me for so many reasons. Um, I recognize so many faces in this, the, the group that's on this page right now. Whether you met me in person or not, I saw the majority of you that were there. I took it in. I was the wallflower standing in the back. And I started first with Eric Bowes' intensive and I went straight into Ellen's. And that was my first in-person VO things ever in my life and it was phenomenal and now I am doing so much in person and putting myself out there and I honestly don't know if I could be where I'm at right now this is where I'm going to get emotional so I'm sorry 
I don't think I would be where I am right now if it wasn't for VO North this year. Oh. So I just need to say thank you. I'm going to stop because now I'm really going to cry. I think, you know what, Michelle, I'm sure you would have gotten where you needed to be. But just, maybe VO North was some wind in your sails. And it's so yeah. beautiful to hear a story like this. Absolutely. Like, that's what Thank it's all about. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's Thank been you, nonstop Michelle. since then, though. It, like, it gave me the wind. It gave me the momentum. And I have just been going full throttle since then. And I needed it more than you could possibly realize. Oh. So just big hugs to, yeah, just, okay, I'm going to stop. Uh, big hugs to you, love. <laughs> hugs to you, Michelle. Thank you so much for sharing. And now, how about that for the comic relief portion of the show? We have we have Tim Tim Ratledge. Yay, Tim! (laughs) Hello. Let's see you follow that up, buddy. My Reese's in the corner. Ratledge is crying. That's for sure. They're stealing my kids' candy and crying into the bloody wrapper. That's not fun. I love it, man. The feels. We got the feels tonight. How's it going, Tim? So beautiful. Oh, it's well. I I just wanted to share that I was in the studio on Thursday and Friday doing a session in Toronto at Bolt at Young and Bloor. And I walk in to record, and the first thing I saw, because I know he's in this room, was an ear-blowing productions pen. <laughs> and I nice. thought, that's <laughs> awesome. And it means to me that somebody from the conference was working. So somebody got that pen, unless Eric's selling him in Toronto, like, anonymously. <laughs> um, or in some, He's like, he handed out a million and to, to, to people in Toronto. So someone who attended VO North be a professional was in that booth before me at some week and they left that pen there and they had that pen so somebody did that and i sent that pic to eric and i just wanted to say that's just so cool because it brought back memories of that so it means that you know someone had the experience of vo north and being and being again being a rookie or being an experienced person they were there and that what it could have been being of you north could have led them in the experience they learned could have led them into that booth who knows but mm-hmm. it's the power of the power of sponsors and the power of the marketing mm-hmm. definitely we've gone a little bit over our time but this is really good. Tanya, I don't want to put you on the spot, but are you okay to hang for a little bit more? Or just Yeah, just a little bit more. I'm getting a little hungry, but I can definitely yeah. stay. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Um, you know, one of the, the things that we always try to do in the past with, with this group and this, this room um, was to provide value, much like, the, much like you did with the conferences, you and Dervla with, with the conference. Um, Maybe starting with Tanya, and we can go around the room to to some of the talent also. Um, what's what would be a, a golden piece of advice for someone attending a voiceover conference for the first time? Tanya goes first. Ah yeah yeah yeah. Look how what the you got to take it all in and just experience it all and just let like I know you know, I had said also to have sort of a plan, but you also have to have a loose plan. Things happen, you know, there's new speakers that you you meet somebody and they say, let's go out for dinner. And, you know, you just got to go with the flow and just take it all in. And um, yeah, and then, and then learn to apply what you've learned and the people that you've Um, met and you know don't just leave it there take what you've learned and bring it forward 
and give back. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Uh, Mike P, what say you? Uh, be you, be mm. the authentic you. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't go to a conference after, again, I always harp on social media and, and how uh, many people present themselves. Go there as you, because if you try to pretend you're something you're not, it's a lot easier for somebody in person to read that. Like mm -hmm. they'll smell it a mile away. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, that just adds on to the anxiety that you may have if this is your first conference. Uh, if you're, you know, maybe you're not having as much success and you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to make this be the, the, the turning point, uh, be you. Because I'm telling you, once you meet the, the people that you want to, you know, talk to, possibly a mentor, possibly people in an accountability group, you want to you want them to meet you and 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 see the real you as opposed to you know, some fabricated fake vo person that you think you're supposed to be my wife used to make fun of me because when i worked in radio many 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 years ago i had a, a fake personality and you know tanya can relate to this in, in that radio people tend to have their on-air personalities and then you get them off the mic and they're completely different people my wife hated that guy. She would she would <laughs> lambaste me. She's like, "Oh God, there's that Wyman guy again." Um, no, it's just be you. And trust me, this community, as we saw with Bo North, uh, everybody is so welcoming and so kind and so giving. And not just because we're Canadian and we say sorry all the time <laughs> and and you know, but it's it literally we're just good people. And most people in VO are good people. So you don't have to try hard. My kids would say that. Don't be a try hard. Just be you. <laughs> I go to Emma O'Neill. What's uh, What say you, Emma? What's your piece of advice for somebody attending a conference for the first time? This is specifically for the introverts in the room. I know it might seem shocking, but I am a complete introvert. Um, and so for me, especially going to the first conference that I went to, it was terrifying. The idea of actually going and being in a, a room or a building with that many people that I didn't know was pretty much overwhelming. Um, but it was one of those, I, I set it as a kind of challenge for myself to do, to go and to experience. But I made sure to, again, I had, I had my Jody Krangle and I had my Eric Romanowski and I had Bev standing, there was a few people that I had that I knew I could kind of reach out and like I could just appear beside, like, hi, I'm kind of freaking out, don't know what I'm doing, okay. <laughs> Can you just, thanks. So find, find your people, find the people to be mm -hmm. with and, um, and go and experience it because like Michelle was saying, these conferences will change your life. They will change your career path they yep. will enhance your life on so many different levels. So yeah, go. Beauty. Um, I have one last question and I'm gonna to put to Tanya, but before we do, we did invite Hattie The Rock up on stage. How's it going, Hattie? Hey guys, how are you? Hi Emma, Mike, Mike, Tanya. Hi. Hope you guys are doing well this evening. Nice We're to good. see you. Yeah. It's great to and have I you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for, for having me up here. And I got a chance to, to meet all of you, actually, uh, for the first time in person at VO North. 
I know Tanya and I, I work for, I'm part of Tanya's team, and uh, Mike and I have known each other for a little while over on social media, uh, but we never really, and we've talked a little bit back and forth here and there through LinkedIn, but uh, got a chance to to meet in person, and, and I think just to, to, to go about this question about attending my first VO conference was for me is, you know, having built some of those relationships <clears throat> A little bit ahead of time through social media and you know and, and sometimes just reaching out and saying hello or even commenting on somebody's post and developing those relationships and if you do happen to go to a conference you've already established i think a little bit of a rapport with some of those people that you might encounter at at those conferences so it makes it a little bit easier than just showing up there and going oh my god i don't know anybody but if you take the time to cultivate some of those relationships ahead of time i think it makes it a little bit more comfortable and it just you know when you get there and say hey mike i know hey mike how's it going oh hi emma you know and hey look and 3d hi. 3d <laughs> exactly yeah that's what we were saying the whole time exactly and you know so those are the things that i think that go into your first vo conference and this was my first vo conference and yes i was kind of i won't say intimidated being this is my second year in vo but i also felt very comfortable because I've already established some of those relationships ahead of time before going there. And I knew that, you know, Emma was going to be there. Mike was going to be there and Tanya was going to be there. It's like, okay, well, this is great. I already know three people that I already have a connection with that are going to be there. So it just made my stress level a little bit lower, I guess, if you want to say that. And it just made the conference a lot more enjoyable for me because now I didn't have to worry so much about, you know, trying to, fit in because i know i already knew some people in there and if i just needed to to emma's point if i needed to you know to, to feel a little bit more secure it's like hey how's it going buddy <laughs> to see yep. you again how's the conference yep. going kind of thing you know so and that, a lot of was... these conferences have like facebook attendee groups like we had one i know Olivia yeah. atlanta probably has one they all so it is worthwhile it's a really good point hattie to join these groups ahead of time and maybe have a few conversations with people and sort yeah. of follow along that's a really so good the point. seeds first sow the seeds first yeah. absolutely and that's what that's what for me and anybody that's going to be intending any i'm i'm gonna do the vo atlanta next year just because it's you know i've I had a really good year in vo <laughs> so the budget is there so good. i'm gonna go and, and and attend vo atlanta i know emma's gonna be going i'll things. see you there <laughs> i'll see you definitely there so there you go i already know somebody who's gonna be going so i'm not gonna be <laughs> nice <lonely. laughs> oh thanks hattie thanks for having I, me and it was guys. great to, to meet you there in person it was awesome Likewise. um I want to I want to throw one last thing uh, to to Tanya, but in a way I'm I'm throwing it out to to your partner, um, Tanya. Maybe you can uh, share something about your partner Dervla, uh, who couldn't be with us, but uh, obviously a, a big part of making uh, VO North what it was. Oh, I hate saying that, <laughs> um, but yeah, speak to uh, maybe your partner Derv. I think one of the the magical things that came with our partnership is the yin and yang, which I always think is is important when you're creating something. And Dervla has this magical way of thinking big, of dreaming, of having amazing, you know, sites for things where I'm a little bit more realistic and I kind of go, eh, I don't know if that's going to happen. So I think that we really sort of 
came to this middle ground in so many cases. She's equally as passionate about the business as I am and, and really wanted to give back and her, um, her business level and her, her insight into events um, really just takes it up a level. Um, and I'm kind of more the person going, we can't afford that. <laughs> so I think that without balance, yeah, there has think, to be that balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. I think without her dreaming big, a VO North wouldn't have existed at all, but you know, there's a lot of things that we probably wouldn't have done. And without, you know, me having that, let's bring it down to earth. You know, we'd probably be in debt hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, you know, we have, it's a, it's a really good, and I think that you need that, um, in anybody who's leading a conference, um, or any sort of thing is, is to have, when you're doing something with a partnership is, um, and Hey, we fight <laughs> and I think no. it's important, you know, there, we we don't agree on everything, but that's where the magic happens too. And that's where ideas come. It's like, okay, we'll butt heads and then go, Oh wait, there's this over here. Um, but, and I think that we're both very, um, because we're both passionate that comes about, but it also, we're both very, um, when we sort of step back we're able to to see each other you know hear each other and hear other ideas um but certainly vo north wouldn't have happened obviously without her and it certainly probably wouldn't be at the level that it became because of her so yay derva yay derv mm-hmm. mike mike <laughs> p some closing words for yay. you tonight as we wrap up I, again, I know everybody seems very sad and everybody is talking in terms of, you know, was great, was great. Uh, it's not, you know, goodbye forever. It's goodbye for now. You never know. And again, with every person that's come to a conference, uh, there may be somebody amidst that conference that has this spark and the desire and the you know, the gumption to, to do it again. And I, I still think it'll happen again, whatever form it takes. I do think it's important that we, that there is a Canadian conference mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds, because uh, there is a distinct difference between how I think we operate up here and, you know, even our friends to the South, I, I think, especially, you know, from say, from standpoint, promo in the States, uh, very different than what I experience up here in Canada. Absolutely. So to have somebody, uh, you know, to have that talk and that discussion up here uh, with experience that are relevant, I think that's super important. And, you know, let's face it, it's nice not to have to hop on a plane sometimes when you can just hop <laughs> on the go train. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's just me. But uh, I, I really do think that uh, VO North has done an amazing service to the VO community, especially in Canada. And uh, again, kudos to to Derv from the start, to Tanya. Like, it's amazing what what you did for the community. And I know how insane the, uh, the amount of work that goes into something like this. And the fact that Tanya, you still, you're still running the, the day biz there and pulled this off and uh, somehow still you know, have a husband again, kudos <laughs> somehow my husband and, hasn't left me <laughs> yeah well there you go and, and the family so it's 
that that is that is a true true gift that you that you have and and thanks again for everything it was very cool to be a part of the the first and especially cool to be part of the last one especially to watch Tanya. yeah i was gonna say especially to see tanya maybe choke up a little bit during the uh the closing <laughs> just Thank a you. little bit just a little bit you know and i'll and i'll leave you with this and i'm not leaving and that's the whole point is VO North may not come around as the same, uh, in the same way, but VO North is not going away. Um, so I would just maybe stay tuned for maybe some other things that we might be uh, hatching. Um, so I'll leave that. I'll just mic drop that and say, you know, don't, don't, we're not riding off into the sunset, people. We're just uh, maybe changing things up a little. I feel like the guilt trip tonight has, has worked. I think we've it on <laughs> See, I folks, guess. we did it. No. <laughs> Emma, what's going on? Final words from you tonight. Mm -hmm. This has been so, so wonderful. I'm so glad that, Mike, you and I um, had this conversation about bringing this back and, and that so many people in the audience had approached us that, to do yeah. this. So there's some magic that came out of VO North right there yeah. is I, I want to say thank you to every single one of you who came up and said, hey, you know what? That voiceover roundtable thing was a lot of fun. You should do it again. I'm like, uh, well, it's kind of hard to do all by myself, but I'll think about it. And then Mike <laughs> was like, let's do it. I'm like, hey, so do you want to like remember the VO roundtable? Do you want to do that again? He was like, oh, uh, uh, I was just talking to people yeah. about yeah. that. It's been so awesome. What a what a ride it was, VO North, and the electricity that that ensued uh, afterwards. Um, Tanya, a big thank you to to you. Thank you to Dervla, uh, and we should probably say another thank you to all the other people that were involved behind the scenes. I know Tanya, you had a, a ton of volunteers, and your your panelists and your moderators and everything like that. It's a lot of a lot of wheels in motion there. Mm -hmm. Tanya, you go ahead. You were going to, I saw you. On yeah, your... I was just going to, it, it couldn't have happened. I thank you for bringing that up because between the volunteers and again, our speakers and our panelists are not paid. It's, you know, uh, our, our thank you, Mike, from the very, very beginning, Pongratz, who's, you know, donated his time. It really was uh, uh, a magical coming together of people who just wanted to give back and we couldn't have done it without everybody's help. Thank you so much for being with us, Tanya. Uh, and that is going to wrap up our voiceover roundtable for tonight. It's been so fabulous being back. Hasn't it, Emma? Hasn't this been great? It's like it's therapeutic. It's been wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks to Mike P for hanging out too. Thank Yay. you to uh, everyone who came up on stage and all of you who uh, hung out and, and listened. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, Tuesday evening, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, voiceover roundtable. Uh, keep an eye on your uh, your social channels and stuff because as Emma was saying in the beginning, we've got a lot of different, um, you know, themes and, and kind of things in motion that we're trying to have land in different spots on the calendar and just being the, the start and getting things started. Uh, we do have people who have committed to um, coming on. Uh, so we got a lot of exciting announcements in the coming weeks and the coming months. Uh, so keep an eye on your socials um, as to what next week will bring. And that's it. I'm going to let Emma O'Neill have the last word. I'm just grateful that we brought this back and that you guys all showed up and shared your time and energy with us and Tanya and Mike for 
for sharing the stage with us and Tanya for everything that you do for this community. I'm really, really grateful to know you. So thank you. Goodbye all. But not goodbye. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just see ya. See you next good, time. Good night, everyone. Everyone be safe. Take care. We'll, we'll hear you next week sometime. Take care, everyone. <laughs>